0: Thank you for listening to Sonic Boom. I'm Gabe Seaman. This episode was produced by me, and I wrote all of the original music. Sonic Boom is a production of the Lewis University Department of Music. For more information about this podcast or the Department of Music, visit lewis.edu slash music. That's lewis.edu slash music. Welcome to the Sonic Boom Podcast. I'm Gabe Seaman, your host for today. I'm joined with my friends Haley. Hi. And Cece. Today we are going to be discussing the discography of Panic at the Disco. If you're Uh, not familiar with Panic at the Disco, Haley will describe it to you. Oh my
1: god. (laughs) Scary. (laughs) Just a lot. A lot. Too much. Concert got cancelled yesterday. I'm still mad about it. Whatever. Okay, so we're going to start with uh, Fever You Can't Sweat Out, which came out in September of 2005.
0: You're not going to give history of the band first?
1: I don't know history of the band. That's your cue, my guy.
0: Oh, well, thank you for cueing me. Uh, <coughs> Panic at the Disco is a Las Vegas band formed in uh, the 2000s. It was uh, the four first members were Brennan Yuri Ryan Ross, Godly, Brent Wilson, and Spencer Smith. And it was them for the first album, and then the second album changed, and then the third album changed, and then the fifth album
1: changed. Yeah. But we'll get to
0: that. So, as you were saying, Haley, the okay. first album.
1: Um, <laughs> Fever, you can't sweat out. <laughs> most people would like to uh, argue that it's the best album. Personally, I, I think, so. think I think it changed a lot of life back then. But my personal favorite, nah, definitely not. Not yet.
0: I think.
2: It has the most popular songs on it.
1: It, like, it has.
2: Like, I like I it. That's the.
0: Well, like, the thing only is, I think it's so popular it. just because it's such a solid. Like album, except like for a introduction. Compl- <laughs> I'm introduction. sorry. Do you not listen to introduction? No, even when it. you, as an individual song, you don't listen to it.
1: No. How oh. long is it? Like 34 seconds. No, I'm I'm good. Thanks though. <laughs> 30 seconds, I'll spend listening to something else. <laughs>
2: i will say though that the names are really hard to
1: remember dude not even funny like i'm like what do i want to listen to (laughs) hmm let me touch the song and make sure it's the right one because i don't know the name of it except for like
0: there's i write sins there's build god and then there's the rest
1: nails for breakfast tax for snacks i love that that title it's so fun to say and i actually know that one but otherwise (laughs) and camasito I don't know how to say it. And oh I never... The Shut is
2: is up. <coughs> Whoa. It's
1: a little, a little... A little much. So, yeah. And this is when Brandon and Yuri still wore eyeliner. So, respect. They all wore eyeliner. I know. It was, know the I, emo it was so good. He put it on his waterline. Okay, but the thing
0: about Panic is they became part of the Emo Trilogy with one album.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, so favorite song
1: from the album, (laughs) if we had to pick one. Nails for Breakfast, Tax for Snacks.
2: Probably, but it's better if you do, or Build God.
1: Mm.
0: True. (laughs) I personally would go with the first actual song after Introduction. Just because...
1: <laughs> I thought you were going to say introduction. I was like, are you... No. Are you
0: Why would it be introduction?
1: <laughs> when I discovered this album, I was like really into riding my bike. So when I think of Build God, Then We Talk, I think about riding in circles in my <laughs> neighborhood. Because there's a little cul-de-sac I used to just spin and listen to Build God, Then We Talk. It was really bad. Yeah. All right. Next album. Next Hold on. I'm just spazzing. Um, Pretty Odd, I don't listen to, so this is all you guys.
0: So, Pretty Odd was their second album, and uh, their first album was much emo pop rock.
1: This one came out in March of 2008, so this was three years after their first album.
0: And uh, Ryan Ross, who um, was the lyricist and main songwriter, a godly, godly songwriter. um, All right. (laughs) uh, He wanted to take the band in more of a Beatles-inspired directions with the liking of that of *Sgt. Pepper*, so that's why their second album is quite the departure from their first.
1: Yeah, it's just too slow for me. I like the upbeat, like there's a lot going on, and like *She Had the World* is almost too slow for me. So.
2: It is like a really nice album. No, it's
1: like calming. Yeah, it's one of the. It's like one of their chiller ones, but. Just not for me.
0: I find it as one of those albums you can listen through once and, like, really enjoy it, but you don't have the urge to, like, revisit it that much.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Favorite song?
0: (sighs) I'm basic, so I'm going to go with Northern Downpour. But that's because I don't listen to the album that much in order to have a non-basic answer.
1: Um, so. Mine's more basic because nine in the afternoon, because it's like the only upbeat song on the album.
0: <laughs> okay, but I like couldn't listen to that song for like three years. So well,
1: that sounds like a personal problem. I know
0: it was it was a real problem. Oh,
1: though. I'm
2: sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mine is when the day met the night. Wow, it's really pretty. Okay, I listened to it. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, do you want me to read? <laughs> do you want me to read it again? Oh, absolutely. The description. Stylistically, this is all miles from their 2005 debut, A Fever You Can't Sweat Out. This time around, they toss in a bit of everything, including strings, horn fills, swirling harmonies, even a mock vaudevillian?
0: Vaudevillian.
1: Vaudevillian, okay. Interlude in I Have Pretty Friends in Holy Places. To say that pretty odd is often over the top, it's as obvious as some of the corny. Wordplay.
0: I find it odd that they would describe one of the songs in there as vaudevillian, when the entire second half of the first album is all vaudevillian. (laughs)
1: Okay. Next, October 2008 was almost Halloween. It was a single, and I just listened to it for the first time like 10 minutes ago, and I don't hate it, and it's definitely going to be on my playlist this October.
2: It is a really good song.
1: I don't Um, have a description. Sorry, guys.
2: But there's a lot of feature of Ryan Ross. And, and he right. actually
0: gets to sing. So. <laughs> Are we transferring into Vices now?
1: Yes. Uh, right. Well, no. New Perspective first. Well, obviously. <clears throat> um, anyways, August 2009, New Perspective, Jennifer's Body. I called it Jessica's Body earlier. <laughs> it's been a while. Jennifer's really Megan body. Fox's body. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Megan Fox's thumb. <laughs>
0: so what's interesting about this song is... There are only two of them now. After uh, Pretty Odd, Brendan Urie and Ryan Ross got into quite the debacle about whether where they wanted to take the band because Brendan wanted to go back to more rock stylings while Ryan wanted to take it more Beatles, earlier Beatles stylings. So after Pretty Odd, they split up. Ryan took uh, the bassist who replaced Brent Wilson, so John Walker, and then Brendan kept Spencer Smith on drums.
1: All right. Okay. Uh, March 2011, Vices and Virtues. It, I think, I remember I listened to the album when it came out. I was like seven and <laughs> my dad's ex-girlfriend was into it. And I remember listening to, I think it was Ballad because that was the most popular one. And I was like, wow. This is weird, because I was seven, and I <laughs> I was into, like, Rihanna, <laughs> like, the stuff on the radio, but...
0: I think Ballad was the first, like, panic song that I recognized, like, oh, this band, mm. they write sins and not tragedies, I guess. Wow.
1: Okay, um, Sarah Smiles about his little wifey now. Are they still married? Yes, yeah. they are still married. How
0: quickly, how old were they when they got married? Dude, I don't even because know. Because she kind of just showed up.
1: Right, because she's yeah. a fan. She was a fan. She was a fan. She, they met at, like, one of his concerts or something. I don't remember, but... Yeah,
2: right, she's currently <laughs> 35. Damn. Uh, she's an esthetician.
1: <laughs> that's a big word for Elmo. Uh, she
2: works with makeup, um,
1: skincare. Oh, that wow, that's so uninteresting. When your husband is literally <laughs> the, is the lead Yuri. of a band, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like. the
2: really Panic
1: as it is going. Oh, what's your wife do? She's a she's an <laughs> esthetician. <laughs>
0: what does your wife do? She's married to Brendan Yuri <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's, that's it. it. That's
1: all you need to know. Yeah. Um, yeah. least favorite song on the album. Let's do that first. I don't listen
0: to the album that
1: much. What?
0: It's probably the album I listen to the This
1: least. is my favorite album, my favorite they Panic album ever. It's so good.
2: I'm just saying, I, I just looked it up. They I don't care. In 2008, care. and they married three years later. God, okay, that's
1: not that bad. That could have been worse. But they married in Anyways. they married in 2011. Vices. Sarah smiles. Oh, um. he probably he probably did that for like proposal or something stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, Lee's favorite songs? probably Always, cause it's slow.
2: It is. Yeah, I don't really like
0: Always. That's like, I don't know, ready to go or always. So I'll just say one of those two.
1: How do you not know ready, ready to, to go? go?
0: Either I know it. I'm just not familiar with the title. I'm ready
1: to go. <laughs> you oh, have to know one. ready. You have the record, don't you? Yeah, but I don't. Listen oh to my god. <laughs> right. Okay. Favorite song trade mistakes. Oh, all, all the way. Trade mistakes is my. F- uh,
0: I would have to say the calendar.
2: Wow. Mine is Nearly Witches.
1: That one scares me. I hate the children in the background. Okay,
0: but we have to talk about Nearly Witches. Because Nearly Witches is the last <gasps> panic song that was made or written by Ryan Ross.
1: Oh. Because... Did you guys see the short film, though? For the Vices album, they made a short film. I have not With seen all the songs in it. Not all of them, but a few of them. And they have... Um, the children singing part at the end of the video. It's so good. You guys need to watch it. Just look up Vice's um, short film. It's so good. All right.
0: While Brendan and Spencer and whoever else they picked up were making Vices and Virtues, Ryan Ross and John Walker made their own album. They formed their own band called The Young Veins, and they made one album called Take a Vacation. And it is... While Pretty Out it was, like, Sgt. Pepper era Beatles, this album was, like, very, like, beginning early Beatles. And it is very good. And even without, like, the popularity of Panic, Ryan Ross's songwriting still is just, it's on point.
1: I do have to bring up the unreleased songs from Vices and Virtues. My two favorite. Oh, my God. Turn off the lights. Divine. Literally a... Piece of art. It is my favorite Panic song ever. And then Kaleidoscope Eyes is also very good, but it's slow. So there I, you know, many
2: unreleased songs. so many, so many, and they're so
1: good. <laughs> okay. Next one. Next one. Um, well, May twenty eleven, they did the collab. Which collab. Fun, they remember. did. Come on. Fun period.
0: Fun period. I
1: d- I didn't even say it. Don't look at me. That's not <laughs> 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 okay. Um, I. I neglected to listen to it because, come on, was like in a really hard time of my life. So every time I hear that song, it's just like <laughs>
2: it's it's kind of good. It's just kind of like thrown together hastily, and it's very weird meshing styles from both of the artists. Ew. So it's like Brendan trying to out sing fun at the same time, and it's like they're clashing, and they never made any songs together afterwards. Uh, but yeah. Like, if you imagine We Are Young trying to mesh with uh, Panic at the Disco, no.
1: I mean, out of all his collabs, I think that's the one that makes the most sense. True. With Panic's vibe, especially in that time. Because, like, the most recent ones, really, he's like, he was really trying to, like, shed light and try and be popular when that's just not Panic. Yeah. And that makes me uncomfy. And I don't like it. So, like, fun, period. <laughs> <laughs> makes the most sense. Out of all of them.
2: Because Fun is kind of like a one-and-done band.
1: Yeah. I mean, Bohemian Rhapsody was okay, but like I just didn't feel like... It just uh, never caught my feelings, fun? you know? I what? Fun? I know. I'm saying compared to f- being with Fun. Like, Fun just makes more sense than Bohemian Rhapsody would. Well, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, October. Tw- oh, do you have something to say? I'm sorry. It's you.
0: I... <laughs> Don't
1: know. Okay.
0: <laughs> I like to, okay, the one thing I would like to point out at this point is at this point, it's when Brendan starts putting himself on, like, Vices was him and Spencer Smith on the cover. At this point, Spencer Smith is still in the band, and they've gotten a few other, like, people, like, it's still, like, a band.
1: Yeah. But
0: it's only Brendan on the covers from because this he's point. Because
1: sexy. I just say that. <laughs> I didn't read the description for Vices because it's literally, like, a page and a half. But um, October of 2013, they came out with Too Weird to Live, Too Rare to Die.
2: Mm, this one's okay. I
0: feel like this is...
2: It's a transition album.
0: Yeah. Mm. It's also kind of weird because he puts in, like, a lot of electronic sounds in there, but never really goes yeah. back to it.
1: It's like um, his his old music was good and then he was trying to make his music sound newer like more fitting with what's going on nowadays and using more electronics i guess i, w- I can read the description from with <laughs> i don't know why i did that <laughs> From whimsical folk to baroque punk rock, Panic at the Disco is remarkably comfortable reinventing its sound from album to album. Influenced by Las Vegas' Las Vegas's blistering pace and neon-lit nightlife, too weird, spills over with synths, crunchy electronic, ele, nope, ele, <laughs> electric drums, and the powerful voice of frontman, Brandon Urie, the result is equally fitting for the dance club and a rock show. That doesn't sound like this album at all. So what uh favorite song on it?
2: I kinda like casual affair.
1: I think it's a tie for me, the end of all things in girls, girls, boys. Because the end of all things is oh, so good, but they're not even they're not even close to similar. Like, they're so different That I can't differentiate
2: Also, um The song on the album That is This Is Gospel Starts a trilogy
1: (gasps) Yes, and then they finished it In 2018's album Mm -hmm. Uh, It was so good They started, like, in the middle And then the Death of the Bachelor album They had the What is it called? The sequel yeah. and then in pray for the wicked they did the prequel and it's just so good in the music videos
2: mm-hmm. it's it's all music video based it's not like
1: no i mean the songs don't really sound very the same i mean well the song titles make sense to the video like mm-hmm. it this is gospel it's like he's trying to go to heaven and then he's dying pretty much and, and he goes to heaven well it looks at the end it's like he goes to heaven but then emperor's new clothes he's like still going to heaven and then he does not go to heaven okay.
2: <clears throat> with that we should go we should to transfer
1: definitely. yeah D- um this is uh, wait yeah, t- January of 2016 was death of the bachelor. That was awful. Awesome. But before
0: we talk about oh that, oh
1: my god!
0: Here's a word from our sponsor. Hi, everybody. I'm Mike
1: McFerrin. And I'm Adrienne Honold and we're music professors at Lewis University.
0: We're very excited about our new degree in music industry.
2: Oh yeah, and this program is designed for anyone who loves music and is passionate about having a life in music.
0: Whether you see yourself in front of the microphone, behind the mixing board, or creating tracks in Ableton, our degree in music industry is flexible and adaptable to the fluctuations that occur in the market and the industry.
1: So check us out. Visit lewisu.edu
2: music.
0: That's lewisu.edu music.
2: Recorded just before his wedding, Brendan Yuri bids what? farewell to bachelordom. What? 2016? Wait, I thought you said they met in 2008. They met in 2008, married 2011. Got engaged in 2011. Sorry. Oh, okay. I was like, bruh. <laughs> okay. Recorded just before his wedding, Brendan Yuri bids farewell to bachelordom.
1: Wait. With quite the blowout. So they were they were engaged for four years? They probably recorded in 2015, because it's January. Mm-hmm. For four years? How are you engaged for that long? I'm sorry. But you just gotta like commit. Like I can't. I'm not. I'll not.
2: A turbocharged romp through his box of tricks. It's an <laughs> album that sounds like a spectacular Broadway musical. Love letters no, it to it Los doesn't. Angeles. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. And celebration of his band's almighty achievements all at once. Mom, please don't make that noise. <laughs> That's not to say that this was a nostalgic retread of past glories. Victorious is a blistering, pumped-up anthem. Sus, I don't like it. Please do. The Good, the Bad, and the Dirty adds some attitude to the party, while L.A. Devotee is an electro-surf into another majestic Yuri Chorus.
1: Yuri Chorus? Yuri Chorus. That That sounds like an (laughs) STD. Perfect.
2: Chlamydia.
1: Okay, (laughs) um... Okay, uh... This
2: is probably the most popular album.
1: Definitely. There's three songs. Actually, I say Pray for the Wicked. It's like the most
2: recognizable album. True. True. This is the most recognizable album, and then Pray for the Wicked is the most, like... Pop. Popular album. Because of how much it was overplayed on the radio.
0: This album is one of the first albums I got. And I... This is, like, the first full Panic album I listened to. I remember, like, being a kid over the summer, and playing overwatch and just looping the (laughs) album
2: no this was my first album i was introduced to as well and i remember it being in like eighth grade and listening to it. <laughs> Unpopular mm.
1: opinion. I love every single song except for "Impossible Year." It can just die. It's like the it, one slow song of the album, which they do now. They have like one slow song at the end, but I just cannot stand "Impossible I mean, Year." It's so boring. I
0: do understand that in the fact, like you've had this like fun upbeat album, and then out of nowhere, there's a sad song, and mm-hmm. it's at da that da point, it's at that, common theme. P- at that point, you're like, "Why even listen to it?" I don't care about this. Song. Yeah, just- like
1: the end is supposed to be like something like big important a good message no unless like the
0: album unless the last song like recaps with like a theme of the album is but like it feels like it has nothing to do with any of the
2: other songs starting in too weird to live too Weird to die is when he started ending the albums with a sad song which was very weird
1: Mm -hmm. but the end of all things is a masterpiece it
2: it is a good song it's
1: beautiful Uh, um favorite songs L L A D V O T I. L A D V O T I. But Crazy Equals Genius has my heart. It's so good because at the concert I didn't know what song it was. I hadn't listened to it. We went to a concert four years ago, and they did Crazy Equals Genius, and they're not doing it this time. And I'm really mad. I'm I'm so. I said we, but at the concert there was fire on the stage. They were like shooting out of the stage, and it was so cool. And I was so sad that I didn't know the song. But it it's an explicit song, so it has Bat words in it. And it really my mom had restrictions on my phone, so I couldn't <laughs> listen to res- explicit songs. <laughs> it is a really good song, though. Yeah, it's so good. I love it. All right. Next is... Next um, is where
0: things get political. Bohemian
1: Rhapsody, actually. Oh. Not political. Watch it, buddy. That was August of 2016, so this was... This was Same year. Squad
2: release uh, for the soundtrack of Oh. Squad.
1: Yeah. I forgot about that. It's not bad, It's but it's I, it, it's I, it's I'm I going to stick with Queen. I'm not going to lie. It's why. an insult to Queen. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you he, called that mm, an
0: insult to Queen?
1: He played it at the concert, and I was like, this is just... And, and on a flying and, piano.
0: And introduced what? it as, this song is from my favorite gay person. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I was like, wow. You're so cool. Then okay. He
2: played this song on a flying piano.
1: On a Dying in LA was gorgeous. Dying in LA. Not oh like that. Gosh. That was awful. <laughs> Don't ever do that again. But like, that was really cool. Except for, I remember the people sitting in front of us had their phones like all the way above their heads. Yeah. So we couldn't see. That you know? <laughs> was annoying. Next
2: um, one. Oh. Oh. Is this where it's supposed to get political my, my
1: headphones broke. Hold on. Okay, no, no, December twenty seventeen feels like Christmas. What? <laughs> there's a Christmas song. I just listened to it. It's like really bad. <laughs> like there's it like, sound like there's like jingle bells in the background, and then there's just like a bunch of like electronic sounds that don't mix. It's really Was bad. Christmas? No. Yeah, he's just like Merry Christmas. Time
0: is right. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, that was a flop. It was December 2017, so it was right before. It was like kind of in the middle of Bohemian Rhapsody and um, Pray for the Wicked, but Which is the next ugly. We're gonna um, talk about. This is when everyone stopped listening. All like the normal Panic people, people stopped listening to Panic because Stop it forgetting. just got so bad. So June of 2018 is uh, Pray for the Wicked.
2: This is when he started trying to please the crowd of the pop yeah. music people.
1: And I will once again not be reading the <laughs> description because it's too long. Kinky Boots, yeah, love
2: Kinky Boots. Oh yeah, he did have on Broadway. Featured, yeah, yeah, he featured in Broadway on Kinky Boots around this time too, like in the middle of the release. So.
1: very epic. Um, um this s- this came out when we were in eighth grade. <laughs> that That's was a time we. I remember. I remember it came out when we were on the bus, and. I, well, like, the first few songs did, and I literally pooed my pants. Like, I was so excited.
2: This album is so overplayed that it's still overplayed today. Seriously. Like, it's still, like, played so many times on the radio today. And uh, it's, like, not even, like,
1: good. Ready? Worst song. Three, two, one. High, high Hopes. <laughs> It's not, like,
0: inherently a bad song, but it's so overplayed. It would have
1: been good if it didn't become popular, but then every, literally, I still hear it on there, I was driving
0: home from school the other day, and I was listening to the album just to be like, oh, a refresher. I literally, I could listen to any song on there, I had to skip it. Mm -hmm. I physically felt ill listening to it, because Mm -hmm. it's just, I had a thing where that song would come on every time I would drive to my grandma's house. Oh,
2: that song would come on every time (laughs) I would be in the car with my mom.
0: It's
1: almost like yeah. it was overplayed. And my mom would like, she would be like, oh my god,
2: I love this song. I'm like, mom. No, my mom would be like, oh, it's our song. I'm like,
1: change the station. Please change the station. <clears throat> <clears throat> Sorry, guys. Oh, my acid reflux bad today. Do you have
2: a favorite song? <laughs>
1: um, uh, One of the Drunks. It's good. That I is good.
2: Down. The
1: and i remember i listened to one of the drunks once and i was like why can't i listen to this one and this was when i made my mom turn off the explicit thing on my phone <laughs> because i wanted to listen to it really bad
0: okay can i just say silver lining is a really bad album intro song
1: yeah like it's... it was good for a concert because he did it first and he literally jumped out jumped of the bottom of the stage the that was really cool but not for the beginning of an album
2: we were, it like, just really scares you as
1: to when he was coming out and yeah like, it was really cool but like not for the beginning of an album say men though the Men is the prequel for the other songs that we talked about um dying in la is very pretty oh. dying in holy L- crap I, I remember I used to go to the gym in eighth grade because I thought I was cool and I would listen to old-fashioned I'd like burr, 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 burr. <laughs> it <was> so bad. <laughs>
0: So, is Pray for the Wicked objectively the worst Panic album? Okay, I not
2: think
1: so. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't, like, I have one song that I like on there. The Overpass isn't bad. Okay, some of the songs
0: are okay, but, like, as an album, it's, it's, it's like, just you don't care. Like, rushes. there's not enough songs on it for you to care enough about also
1: the high hopes music video <laughs> he's just like walking up the side of a building wow okay you know in for that, three minutes like. in
0: that building uh he wanted to walk up the entirety of that building because he walked up like 100 feet and then they were like okay we'll green Did screen the actually? rest of it but he wanted to do all the way
1: i didn't know he actually walked up the side of the building yeah,
0: for a part of it but not all of it
1: wow so i mean cool
0: on to the latest and final... No.
1: November 2018. This is the greatest show. Oh my oh. god.
2: Best cover.
1: So good. I, I don't hate this one.
2: It's okay. It's, I
1: mean, it's his best cover that he did.
2: Probably, yeah. But it's so good.
1: <laughs> I just really like The Greatest Showman. It's probably one of my favorite movies ever. Zendaya. Zac Efron. <laughs> <laughs> August 2019, (laughs) Taylor Swift. Swift. (laughs) Who decided that was a good idea? I really want to (laughs) know. Okay, November of 2019, it's Elsa time, guys.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I, for some reason, I don't remember why. I went to see Frozen 2.
1: So did I!
0: (laughs) And I remember hearing that at the end of the movie, and it was like, it was yeah. weird, but it was also it was good.
2: It was good. It's
1: not awful, but I mean, the I'm, I'm glad that he did the high notes on that one part that Elsa didn't, because I was like, Adina, I know you can do that, Adina Menzel. I knew she could do that, and she didn't, and I was really upset. But, yep. Twenty twenty two. 2022 he's on tour right now still upset
2: dude
1: i'm seriously i'm on a facebook page of like panic people from forever ago and everyone's posting like my 13 year old daughter happy birthday we just got to milwaukee and now we have to drive four hours home and she cried the whole i'm like jesus christ like someone had COVID. like i understand but it's not their fault
0: can we talk about the like the way they rolled out the album and the singles because that was
1: an adventure.
2: They started with the best song. Yeah. And just went downhill.
1: Well, okay. The first The,
0: the, thing first of, the seven
1: the, songs, and including five and six, <laughs> are not bad. And two. Two's bad. So the <laughs> first
0: song they released was the title song, which was Viva Lost Vengeance. Yeah. And having this be like the first actual panic song since Pray for the Wicked, it was weird. It wasn't bad, but it was weird because he was... He wasn't singing as high as he usually does.
1: No, he was. He's singing well, it too high. Let's be real.
0: Well, for what he can
1: now. If you listen to Pray for the <laughs> Wicked and everything before that, he at least keeps a little bit low, but every single song in this album has a high note. Like, it's disgusting. Like, my ears hurt.
0: <laughs> so, Viva Lost Vengeance was the first one, and it was... Not awful. It wasn't awful. For the Comparative now to the rest of the album, it's a masterpiece
1: comparative to number two (laughs) the
0: second single they released
1: middle Middle of a breakup breakup. dude oh my god shoot me in the head it's literally (laughs) so bad it is literally in the same key as viva last vengeance so you go from the
2: first three songs that they released are on Mm. the same key
1: it makes my head hurt it's it's so bad it's just like he tries so hard but he's trying too hard Mm. and he's he thinks he's hitting the notes, but he is most definitely not. Like he's like a step under what he's supposed to be singing. It's just uh, makes me want to die. He needs to re-record it.
0: <laughs> the what was the third one?
1: Don't let the light go out.
0: That was.
2: That was good.
1: It, kind of. it wasn't awful. I I would say it's in my top five yeah. in this album. That's not saying much. So. Yeah. That
0: one doesn't have as much to say about it. Mm, yeah.
1: Local, local God. God. That one had
0: quite some uh, controversy. Controversy,
1: because he's talking about how um, he's how the band has reached so far and how he's famous and how I know you didn't want that and stuff. To Ryan Ross. To Ryan Ross.
0: Did did he ever confirm that it was to Ryan Ross? But
1: no. Everyone knows it. I don't believe so, but it's so obvious. Who else is he gonna talk about? I mean, who else would it be about? Then Wasn't this
0: album his attempt to be, like, give the fans what they want?
1: Yes. I think so. I think it was, was an su- attempt to mix it. He was like...
2: supposed to have a metal
1: album. Yeah, I heard about that. I'm so glad he didn't, because that's just scary. I thought that
0: was Ed Sheeran. <laughs> what? Ed Sheeran was going to have, like, a heavy metal album.
1: Jeez. I think I'd rather die than listen to that. <laughs> just imagine, like, you look perfect. <laughs> like, No, I'm good. Thanks, though. Um... Star Spangled Banger. Star Spangled Banger. let well, just not talk about that. It, it literally, like, I have an I'm trying to say it. Star Spangled Banger. What? It's... I want to
0: reiterate something that Cece said, where imagine, like, someone's parent looking up Star Spangled Banner on Spotify and seeing that <laughs> and accidentally clicking on it and being like, what is
1: this? Yeah, that's a problem. God killed rock and roll makes me kind of want to die. God
0: I mean, killed rock and roll is it's very obviously Queen. inspired by Queen, and he basically—it's
1: literally Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, it, it, it i mean, I can listen to it only because it sounds like Bohemian Rhapsody. But I rather just listen to Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Say it louder is my favorite song in the album. Probably yeah. It's good.
2: It's good. Sugar soaker.
1: Nope. <laughs> no, I just don't understand. I don't get the anyone window of the song. Nope, and something about Maggie. Who the who is Maggie? Who is Maggie? We've had Sarah. I, that's all we need. We is don't need
0: Maggie. Else. This in uh, Beatles inspired one is "Sad Clown." The Beatles inspired one.
1: "Sad Clown" is its own so freaking
2: it's like, genre. It's like seventeen hundreds. It's it stupid.
0: So, yeah, that's.
2: Sad
0: clown. I think that's the Beatles one. Then one of those songs is supposed to be like. Beatles inspired, mm-hmm. and he actually steals a lyric from "Come Together," and I have a what's real. The, what's the lyric? Uh, here come old flaptop. Never mind. <laughs> he's uh, I have a real problem with him trying to copy Beatles now, because that's the whole reason the yeah. band split up, Which because he didn't like pretty awkward.
1: odd. Well, but he's trying to appease his fans, and everyone wanted the Beatles, so I understand. Yeah,
0: he's only like a decade late.
1: Seriously, like grow up. Yeah. Um, and pretty much anything after Say It Louder I don't listen, I don't listen to. to. Sad Clown, I don't the music video make, kind of makes me uncomfortable. Like I don't I don't understand. Like what's the point?
0: So what is the best panic album?
1: Vices. It will always and forever be Vices. I that'll never change, especially how downhill it's gone. <laughs> the worst panic album. Okay, Faithful again. How about, how about, you want to rank them? We can rank them. As
0: in best or, like, most popular?
2: We could do... Top three. Do top
1: three. Well, we could rank them best or worst.
0: Best? I personally think the best album is pretty odd. Because that's when the band was still a band. And when they had...
1: I don't care about the band. I just care about the music. Worst album, Pray for the Wicked. Pray for the Wicked. Okay. Um... Death of a Bachelor. No, actually Viva. And then Death... I don't really like Death of a Bachelor.
0: Death of the Bachelor is... It's good pop songs, I think, but...
1: But not my taste. Yeah. So five for death? Mm -hmm.
0: Compared to, to the rest of them, yeah. Four, I personally would have to say Too Weird to Live.
1: Yeah, I'd put pretty odd there, but whatever. (laughs) Can we do pretty odd then for three, please? Okay.
0: Those three are absolutely, undoubtedly like the top three. Yeah. You can mix match the order however you want, but those are the top
1: three. I think Vices is number one. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then, uh, Fever. Our final ranking. For the best Panic at the Disco albums. Number seven. Pray for the Wicked. <coughs> Awful album. Okay. Number six. Viva Lost Vengeance. Number five. Dwab. <laughs> Death of a Bachelor. Number four. Too weird to live.
2: Too rare to die.
1: Number three. Pretty. Period. Odd. <laughs> Period. Number two. A fever you can't sweat out. Sorry. <laughs> Vices and virtues. Yay. Yeah.
0: Right. Okay, bye. Thank you for listening to the Sound Boom podcast. If you'd like to listen to any of the other ones, I highly recommend it. This class is very good. I'm sure whatever other people are doing, I don't know. But I'm sure it'll be good.
1: Not as good as this one. Uh, thank you,
0: Haley and Cece, for joining me. This was a blast.
1: I hate you guys. Thanks for
0: listening. <laughs> Have a day. Get it. <laughs>